Welcome to Presence Church's Sermon of the Week. We are so excited to share this powerful word with you. Come on, lift up a shout to Jesus in this place. We honor you, Lord. We glorify the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We honor you, Lord. We bless your holy name. Glorify the name of King Jesus. Glorify the name. The resurrected one. The one that found us in the dirt and gave us new life by his blood. The one that found us in the dirt and gave us new life by his blood. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glorify the name of Jesus. Glorify the name. Glorify his name with me. Give him a clap offering. Glorify his name. Glorify his name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. My goodness. I could go around the room and say hi to people for like four hours. I could hug people for five hours. Just keep going. But I'm not here for me. I'm here for the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am so blessed to be here. This is an amazing church. If you're visiting, you need to just jump in the river of this community. I've known those guys for 15-ish years, I think. I don't know. How old am I? 36? You guys, I was, we were, I was 19. It was 20 years. That's incredible. Bless God. You know, when I, uh, I was a heathen on my way to hell, just to kind of familiarize yourself. And if you're here and you're a heathen on your way to hell, you're going to get saved today in Jesus' name. You know, it, you know, if you're not born again, you, you'll know if you're born again because you're in love with Jesus and you hate sin and you want to walk with him. And if you're not born again, you're going to get born again today. I've been praying for you all week if you're one of those people here and you're going to get saved today. And if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking with new tongues, having Holy Ghost encounters with God's love, you're going to get filled with the Holy Spirit today. If you're in bondage, if you're in sickness, Lord's going to set you free today. He's going to deliver you. He's going to heal you. Jesus is a savior, a healer, and a deliverer. He's just as much deliverer as he is savior. He's just as much healer as he is savior. The same way he wants you saved, he wants you healed. He rose from the dead, and as sure as he has risen from the dead, we're going to see miracles all over this room in Jesus' name. We're going to see creative miracles. We're going to see devils come out of people in Jesus' name. It's a good day. Devils came out of me, praise God. I, uh... Aren't you grateful Jesus delivers us? Aren't you grateful he doesn't leave us in bondage? Aren't you grateful that he's alive and well and he leads us in truth? Aren't you grateful? He's faithful. He's a faithful God. He's a faithful God. Well, I met, I met uh, Jesse and Jessica. I met Jesse first. He, uh, he was in this prayer group, and we would just pray together, and we get wrecked with each other, like just get wrecked in the glory of God, just experiencing God's love and interceding for San Diego's in college. Um, but I met uh, Jessica before that, and uh, I met Jessica because uh, she and a group of others would pray and fast every Monday for a list of people, and I was one of the people on that list. She was a campus minister. She got filled with the Holy Ghost. She would lead people to Jesus, and um, I went to a meeting, and 
I ended up hearing the gospel and surrendering my life to Jesus. I'd had some experiences when I was a kid. I had, you know, a raise your hand, go to an altar experience as a kid. But I was living in bondage. I was living in sin, and I was a hypocrite. And they challenged me. They said, I dare you to read the Bible for 30 days straight, one of our friends there. So I went home, and I sat with a beer in the Bible. Don't worry, I don't do that anymore. No. Drinking will take you straight to hell. You need a new drink. You need, a new, you need new wine. I've watched so many ministers destroy their lives through alcohol. So many. Drugs, things like that. You're in this room. You're smoking weed. You're going to get set free today. You're living in addiction. There's four or five people. You live in addiction. You get set free today. There's people here. I'm not going to embarrass you, but you've been battling same-sex attraction your whole life. You're going to get delivered today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're doing today. You're a faithful king. You're a faithful king. So I, I was reading through the Gospels, and uh, the, the Lord walked into my apartment. I was reading Acts chapter 5 about Ananias and Sapphira. You guys know that story. If, read your Bible. Read the whole book of Acts. Start in the beginning. Read the whole thing. I'm reading that story. And the Lord says to me, Chris, you're just like them. You say you've given me everything, but you haven't. I love you so much, I'll let you keep living the way you're living, but you know the end of it. And I knew in that moment I was not going to heaven, even though I believed I was a Christian. Why? Because I was a hypocrite. My life was false teaching to people. My life denied Jesus. Instead of me denying myself and taking up the cross that he died upon for me and following him, I was holding on to my life. I was still in control, still in the driver's seat. Um, I was down in Huntington preaching the past couple of days, just walking around talking to people. And I talked to two backslidden people, two people that, you know, had raised their hands in a meeting before. And one of them, uh, one of them told me, you know, I'm doing my own thing. Doing your own thing will take you straight to hell. Jesus said, deny yourself. Take up the cross and follow me. Two of them, a young guy and an old guy. I'm doing my own thing. I preached to him. I walked up to him. I said, did you know that God loves you so much that he put skin on and walked among us? That he walked through Israel, healing the sick, driving out demons, raising dead people back to life, teaching all about love. And religious people, just like you and me, rose up and accused him of things he never did. He was crucified on a cross, but he chose to go to that cross for your sin and for my sin. To not just free us for sin to go to heaven, but to free us from sin to live a holy life and walk with him free from strife, free from ambition, free from pride. Pride will take you straight to hell. Pride was taking me to hell. I surrender my life to Jesus there in 7-Eleven San Fernando Court, Apartment C, San Diego Mission Beach, California. I started going uh, right immediately after that to this Bible study, and I was wearing this bad T-shirt. It had a half-naked girl on the back of it because it was all I had to wear. I was still wearing my old life, even though I knew... That Jesus was real, was alive, and had died for me. I was still wearing, I was still carrying around his old life. And that sweet prophet right here, this one, yes, she's a prophet. If you're a young person, if you're a young person and you're like, man, I want to marry a good guy, I want to get around, you need to get around these guys and you say, please disciple me. Please meet with me with a group of people. There, there are people in this room, maybe you're under 30, you've never been married. You want, like, you need to plug into the house of God and quit bouncing from place to place. You need to quit living in rebellion and you need to follow Jesus. You need to submit yourself. This is good, this is good preaching. I'm enjoying this. 
I'm enjoying this. Pastor said I can go till 11 something. I assume that meant tonight. Um, <laughs> Jessica told me, she said, Chris, now that you're saved, you should probably throw out that T-shirt you're wearing. I didn't even know I was wearing it because it was just in the clothes that I picked up every day. Some of us in this room, you're picking up stuff every single day. You're carrying stuff that you're not meant to wear. You're meant to take off this world through the waters of baptism and to surrender everything to Jesus, to die with him, go down into that water, come up into his resurrection, be filled with the Holy Spirit of promise and never be the same. We started seeing miracles. We got in trouble a lot in college. It was great. Go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I'm going to give you some context here. Pastor said he's been teaching about revival. Revival's a person, his name's Jesus. When you begin to follow him everywhere you go, the move of God happens. Why? Because you're moving with the move of God. Some of us are desperate for things that God's called us to follow him to find. I can't say it again. I just, once it's out, it's out. We would go to Pearly Ghost prayer meetings back then. People would be praying in tongues all loud, binding stuff. Lord walked into that one of those meetings and called me to do what I'm doing today. We think we think we can do it our own way. We have to do it His way. Politics won't save America. People you hate are the ones that you're called to minister to. I've got a video on my phone of, um, they shouldn't have taken the video, but somebody videoed it, of a governor of a certain West Coast state getting prayer, getting ministered to, being vulnerable. People are bound by devils, and that's why they make bad decisions. That's why God's doing a revival of deliverance today. That's incredible. Um, I have to mention this. I have friends here, uh, Hamilton and Helena. They're in the, the back over here. Hamilton's amazing. He sees in the Holy Ghost and he preaches the gospel. They've pioneered church networks all over the world, just, just laying the foundation of Christ into people's lives. And I, I feel like the Lord is laying a fresh foundation. And um, I know I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians 12 in a second, but he's laying a fresh foundation. And um, Jesse, could you just stand for a second? Uh, God's going to give you a building. The next nine months, you're going to have a building. It's going to be turned over to you for a small amount. I don't know, 20, 30 grand, something like that. It's going to be turned over to you. You're going to own it, and you're going to do whatever you want to do. And we just declare it in Jesus' name. We agree. We agree. No. No. I'm not a prophet, but I have a nonprofit. Now concerning spiritual gifts. Say spiritual gifts. The Greek word there is pneumatikos. It literally means the moving of the Holy Spirit. Do you want to experience God? Then you can't experience God without the Holy Spirit. Church has been trying to do that for a long time, or at least for the past century, doing 
life without Holy Spirit, which is literally doing your life on your own merits and your own way, which is called pride. You know, in the Old Testament, in the book of Isaiah, God said, I will speak to these people through stammering lips and a new tongue. For this is the rest, and this is the refreshing, which I will call as the weary to rest. Man, I just feel so tired all the time. I just feel so beat up all the time. Do you know that Jesus is resurrected from the dead, and he came to baptize you in the Holy Spirit so that unlimited power, unlimited love, unlimited joy, peace, unlimited righteousness, unlimited holiness would flow from your innermost being? I got a river of life flowing out of me. Some of you guys sing that song and you're like, why is everybody so happy? It's because probably because you need to get saved. You get baptized in the Holy Ghost. I tried to do Christianity without the baptism of the Holy Spirit and it was leading me towards hell. Why? Because I was doing life on my own merits. Now concerning the moving of the Spirit, I don't want you to be ignorant. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1. You used to be led about by dumb idols. What does that mean? You used to worship other stuff. Paul's speaking to a group of people that he had come to to preach the gospel to him. Paul's practice was he would actually go to synagogues because he was Jewish. He had the right to speak there. And he would also go out in the streets and he would just open air preach and get loud about Jesus. He was a wild man. God had saved him when he was trying to get Christians killed. He didn't love his life unto death. He didn't care what people thought anymore. He was filled with the Holy Spirit of promise. If you're in the fear of man, still, it's because you haven't been delivered and filled. God wants to fill his church afresh. He wants to do it today. He'd go around, he'd preach, and he comes to a synagogue, and he's preaching there, and people rose up, and they got pissed at him. They got mad at him. Sorry, that's an Australian word for, I don't know, mad at people. Um, they got mad at him and stuff like that. And they would always try to kill him everywhere he went. Howard, I had my first angry mob in Texas last week. I was blessed. I got to preach at a youth center. And this is not a Christian youth center. It's like a boys and girls club. And I got invited to preach there. And I was so bored playing ping pong with these kids because I'm like, Jesus wants to save these kids. This is so lame. If you have to use ping pong to keep people entertained, it's because you don't have the Holy Ghost. You can, go to a, you, can go to, you can go to wherever and play ping pong. Like, we need Jesus. So I'm in there, and I'm talking to the guy that's running the place, and we're chit-chatting along, and I'm about to leave. I'm just like, this is so lame. I want to get out of here, and the Lord wouldn't let me leave, you know? Sometimes you have to sit in situations that feel uncomfortable so you can persevere for the comforter to show up, so you can persevere for people's souls. There is a battle over people's souls. There is a battle for their salvation. Some of you are in the midst of that battle because you haven't surrendered today. You're mad at the preacher. You're criticizing that he's wearing a hat, but God wants to save your soul today. Don't stumble over the preacher. Hear the message of salvation today. So I end up talking to this guy. His name's David. While I'm talking to him, my left ear starts to buzz, that familiar buzz. I felt the presence of the Lord, and I felt the buzz in my left ear. I go, hey, man, you got a problem with your left ear? He says to me, I do. I've had a perforated eardrum for 30 years. Limited hearing, can't hear normal. I don't know if it was 80%. I have no idea. He wasn't wearing a hearing aid. So I said, put your hand there a few minutes later. 
He was like thinking about it because this was all new to him. Put his hand up there. His ear opened up on the spot in Jesus' name. So you know what happened then? He goes, let me round up the kids for you. I'm trying, I want to leave. He rounds up the kids. They all get in a circle and they're in the room. Now, this is not a Christian service. This is not like a friendly service. This is a teenagers that are angry and embittered and full of devils. Not all of them, but some of them for sure. So he, he introduces me. It's all awkward. He's like, I got a friend here who's going to talk to you guys about awesomeness. And that was it. And I get up there and I said, hey, I got on a plane and I drove really far and I'm here to preach Jesus to you today. I'm here to preach Jesus to you. Jesus Christ loved you so much that from before time began, he had a dream. His dream was to save you, to heal you, to deliver you. His dream was you. He created you, but he doesn't control you. He doesn't make people go to heaven. He came and gave his life on a bloody cross, kicked the devil in the forehead in the grave, and rose from the dead on the third day to bring people out of sin and to bring sin out of people. I'm teaching you how to preach the gospel. You can, do, you can preach the gospel to people in like 30, 40 seconds a minute. You'd be amazed. You could preach to people like this. They'll sit there and just listen to you. They'll sit there and just listen. You'd be so surprised. Five minutes will go by and they'll just keep staring at you because the gospel captivates the human heart because it's everything that a human heart wants to hear. And when you get to the cross, when you get to the resurrection, that's where devils start to pop up because that's where they got defeated. That's when people start to try to interrupt you. But you got to go take them through the cross. See, there are a lot of people that think they're Christians that have never gone through the cross and the resurrection. Come to God. Have friendship with God. That's not an altar call. That's not a give your life to Jesus. My friend, uh, my friend Joe was at a big church, and this guy came up to him. I know I'm telling stories. You'll, it'll all weave together. This guy came up to him and uh, said, hey, I need to talk to you. And Joe was having a, a challenging day. And, you know, God will use you in the midst of challenges. Amen? And uh, this guy said, I need to talk to you. I don't know why. I came to this church. I'm a Satanist, devil worshiper, witchcraft practicer. Maybe you're in the room today. We'll get you today in Jesus' name comes to the service. He said, I came here to mess up the service. But when they gave the call to follow Jesus, to know Jesus, to be friends with Jesus, I raised my hand, but nothing happened. You know what the Lord said to my buddy Joe? He said, he needs to repent of his sin. He needs to go through that cross, that cross that pierces the heart, the blood that was spilled by the God of the universe, by his son, Jesus Christ to forgive and to cleanse, that remission of sins, repentance and remission of sins will be preached in his name, deletion of sin. So Joe ends up having the guy repent of his sins, and then he starts manifesting devils, and he gets radically saved, giving his life to Jesus, and he gets filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking with new tongues. Yeah, a couple people could clap for that. It's a good day when Satanists get saved. That's not the first Satanist I've seen the Lord save. I was in a meeting one time, and... Uh, I was, I was preaching this gospel, and I said, there's someone here, you don't believe a word I'm saying is true. You know, why would I lie? That'd be stupid. Like, I'm lying before God? He didn't believe a word. Why? You know why people don't believe the gospel? Because of offenses and because of pains of life. I don't think God could be that good because of what happened to me when I was a kid. Take your eyes off of what happened to you when you were a kid. Put your eyes on what happened to him when he was an adult. His skin ripped off of him, nails through his hands, the very hands that he created pierced him through. 
I'm preaching. I said, there's someone here you don't believe a word I'm saying is true. I want you to stand up right now. God's healing you. I still don't know why he stood. It doesn't even make sense. Like, why would he stand? The Holy Ghost was drawing him through a word, through a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, drawing him, proving that Jesus was alive. He stood in the back of the room. When he stood, he had had a metal rod placed from his hip to his knee 10 years before. His leg was twisted from an accident, and his leg untwisted underneath him. Miracles are happening in here already. The healing anointing's flowing through here so strong. Proving that Jesus is resurrected from the dead. Every miracle is a praise service. It's a worship service that says Jesus Christ is Lord, risen from the dead. That's why miracles and healing are so important for the gospel. Well, I don't really like that, Chris. I don't really agree with that stuff. God didn't ask you. He loved you enough to love you even when you didn't want him. When he stood to his feet, his leg untwisted underneath him. He came to the front of the meeting to testify, and he goes, I'm a third-degree priesthood in the satanic church. I hate Christians. And then he started bawling and collapsed on the ground. Wow. Two days later, he came back, and he said, I, after he gave his life to the Lord, he gave his life to Jesus. So he gave his life to Jesus. But there was something else that was required. He came back two days later. He said, I've been reading through this entire book. He went and got a Bible. And he said, there's something in here I don't understand. And he takes it, he opens it up to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Jesus said in Luke 24, he said, wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father. Why wouldn't you want God the Father's promise for your life? Well, I don't really want to do that, Chris. I don't really believe that's for everybody. Well, I'm going to teach you that in a second. He said, I don't know what this, but I want it. We pray with him. He gets gloriously filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues. He ministers to youth today. I was telling about the angry mob, right? Um, I was in Texas, so I'm preaching to these kids, and uh, these kids are mocking, all this different stuff, and then suddenly the power of the Spirit came in that room. Miracles started happening. The principal of the local high school's daughter had a bruise above her face. No one laid a hand on her. The bruise completely disappeared. Her concussion left. Um, there was a kid there. He was mocking, and he had a dislocated shoulder, and his shoulder was completely healed. All these miracles happened, and then um, these kids gave their lives to Jesus. We begin to pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We got these kids. They start. One of them starts speaking in tongues right on the spot. Five seconds in, just bada ba shed bada ba. Just starts speaking in new tongues right on the spot. Oh, you, okay. I did it publicly. You want to know interpretation for that? Blestite asinde makufa melisanto melishensi melikanso venti van solom meshikva Meshikva, Meshikva. Never will the church move forward without my move of my spirit. The church will embrace the move in this day and will move forward and will let go of the ways of the world to follow me into the fields that are white for harvest in Jesus' name. Nope. I'm going to teach it from the Bible. It's in the rest of the chapter. I got it open in front of you kid got filled with the Holy Ghost speaking with new tongues. Well, I don't, I don't think that's for everybody. No, giving a word in a meeting publicly in tongues, which requires an interpretation, which just happened, that is not every time, every place, all the time. That's as the Spirit gives utterance. But you praising God in intimacy, in your own language, praying 
to the Father in tongues, that's for every single believer in Jesus. These signs shall follow those who believe. They shall cast out demons and they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. That literally means that demonic stuff can't hurt you anymore. Some of us were so afraid of the devil, you don't realize the devil is so afraid of you knowing who you are in Christ. But Chris, you don't know what the devil's been doing to me. Quit worshiping the devil. Amen. Quit talking about him. So these kids, this kid got filled with the Holy Spirit, and I gave a call to get baptized in water. It was amazing. It's like night, all these kids weeping, repenting of sins, confessing, like, I, I'm so sorry for my, like, it was wild what the Lord did in this meeting. And the next night, I'm preaching at a church, and an angry mob showed up on the front porch of the church with a cessationist pastor, 10 people yelling and screaming, demanding that the evangelist come out and talk to them with the police. <laughs> They said, you were healing people. I said, I didn't heal a single person. I'm not the healer. Jesus is the healer. You guys have a problem with the move of the Spirit. That's why you need to focus on the fact that Jesus saved kids that were on their way to hell. You know, there is, there is so much disorder in the church because we're so afraid of each other. I was, uh, I was preaching in... Uh, Santa Cruz, California, uh, last year. I, I couldn't figure out all these people are walking around all like freaked out and they got these things on their faces and there's lines around the stores. I was like, what's going on? I don't, why are you guys all freaked out about Jesus is king? Like, why are you guys all freaked out here? This is so weird, you know? I'm being funny. I, I know what happened last year. <laughs> and uh, I was open air preaching in front of the, uh, the, the abortion clinic and the New Age uh, bookstore with uh, my friend, the witchcraft store with my buddy. Some of you guys need to repent of witchcraft today. You've been practicing weird stuff, um, you know, palm reading, astrology, uh, that kind of stuff. Some of you guys are just controlling. That's called witchcraft, too. You got to repent of it in Jesus' name. You're trying to control the pastor. You, you think it's your church, and you're, you're the anointed person. And that's a devil. That's a Jezebel devil. God's going to deliver you of it today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Love the Lord. If you think, you think you're supposed to be in charge, plant your own church. See how many people show up. <laughs> Just you and the Holy Ghost rebuking you the whole time. <laughs> Humble yourself, therefore, to the mighty hand of God, and he'll exalt you in due time. Humble yourself under the Spirit. So we're up in here preaching in front of the uh, the abortion clinic. I know I'm walking around. I like to walk around. Uh, we were open here preaching in front of the abortion clinic. And as I'm preaching, I'm just yelling the gospel, belting the gospel with my buddy Joe. You know, going out two by two. Grab somebody. Go out. Go out and preach the gospel. Go out and share with people. Some of the greatest adventures you'll ever have. You start sharing Jesus, the greatest adventures you'll ever have. Get your mind off of you. You know, you feel down. You feel discouraged. It's because your mind's on you. Jesus came to free you from sin and free you from you. The world preaches you, 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 you. Jesus preaches, deny yourself, follow me. Why? Because he's already all the way about you. It's amazing. You can take your eyes off of you and there's someone totally in love with you that's all about you. You don't have to worry about yourself anymore. It's freedom from anxiety and depression in Jesus' name. I bless you. I break it. 
I break the curse of depression off your life in Jesus' name. So I'm preaching, and then this guy starts yelling at me, and he goes, I can hear you. He's like yelling really loud. He goes, I can hear you. Oh, don't leave yet. Don't leave yet. Goodness gracious. Jesus loves you guys. Give him everything. Follow him with all of your life. They're going to the bathroom. I don't know. You know, the reason is because the devil tries to get people out of the meeting before the altar call. But I bind that devil in Jesus' name. Um, I was uh, open-air preaching in Santa Cruz in front of the abortion clinic and stuff, and this guy starts yelling at me. He goes, I can hear you. And he sounded like the bad guy from Spider-Man 3 or 1 or one of those movies, the old one, the Tobey Maguire one, the old one. You know, that one. I don't even. You guys are like, what? There was another one? I can hear you. <laughs> Be quiet. I can hear you. And so I, uh, I said, come on over here. And he gets in my face and he goes, this is better. Only do this amongst yourselves. And I knew. I was like, oh, it's a devil. So I said, I bind you in Jesus' name. And he goes like this and walks away. You know, I'll find this. I'll be preaching the gospel to people. And it's like the devil sends people over. I'm preaching on the streets in Santa Cruz where we lived last year. And I'm preaching on the streets and like while I'm preaching to kids and they're just about to get born again, demonized person just tries to come in. And you just have to, you have to use authority. People will come over and they'll be like, can I share something? And I'll be like, no, you can't. Well, that hurt my feelings. And it's like, no, like somebody's about to get saved. Just, just let it happen. Like back off. Quit trying to be important all the time and just follow Jesus. I feel like I'm back to square one with things. I was surfing down here at River Jetties, and um, I got out of the water. There was a rave on the beach, and I was like, man, those kids are dying. They're going towards hell. Like, Jesus died for them. Like, he loves them. Like, catch God's heart for people, friends. Like, really, like, let this, let this come into you. Let this compassion come upon you for souls, for people. Oh, if you catch God's heart, there's no limit to where he'll send you. And um, I walk over, I'm dripping wet, and uh, I just walk over and I said, hey, I need to address this, this crowd of people to one of the guys, and he's chatting with me. And he goes, well, I'm not the guy in charge. And I, he said, well, I said, go find the guy in charge, talk to him. And um, he says, I'll, I'll go grab him. And I said, David, it just popped out of my mouth, David. And he goes, that's the name of the guy that planned this event. And I said, as a sign to you that I'm sent from God Almighty to address this crowd of people, God just gave me the name of the man that planned this event. So I end up, they turn the music down. Jordan got to lead the DJ to Jesus, Jordan Dahlquist. Kids, two kids came up to me at the end. They're like, you know, I really applaud your boldness, but I've never really seen this work. And I'm thinking to myself, you're literally standing in front of me talking to me after you heard the gospel. This is totally working. You're convicted. 
We're so afraid of people, guys, that we got to get free of it. we got to get free. You're going to get free today in Jesus' name. The Holy Ghost frees you from people. He's the spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, uh, goodness, kindness, faith, gentleness, self-control. He's the, he is the one who authors the fruit. You need him. You can't have joy, true joy, without the Holy Spirit. You can't. It's impossible. That's why you're like seeing David dance and jump, and he's like, I was free from suicide. It's because it's he got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Some of you guys, like you come to church and you have a little drink, and then you go back to your old life. But you need to get the rivers of living water flowing from your innermost being that frees you from fear and frees you from strife. Be obedient to God. Follow Jesus. What time is it, Pastor? Oh, it's time for dismissal of the kids. I gotta, that's crazy that the Lord would even quicken me to look at my phone right when you told me that I needed to. That's a trip. Do you want to do something now, or what are you feeling? Okay, cool. He's just sat on his flow. Um, yeah. Hmm. I was driving downtown the other day, and um, the Lord told me to drive a different different place. He said, drive. I'm, I'm on a phone in a meeting, and the Lord speaks to me. He says, go go over here. Go to this place. He says, I parked my car. I'm kind of arguing with the Lord. I'm like, I don't really want to be here. My mother meeting's 15 minutes. I only have 30, 40 minutes of time. I go in. He tells me to go in the specific place. I sit down. There's a waiter there. As soon as I look at him, I hear the name David in my spirit. And I said, is your name David? He goes, yes. I said, I was sent here to talk to you. I need you to finish what you're doing and come and sit here. He sits down, and I looked him in the eyes. I said, the devil's been trying to kill you for the past year. He said, I developed epilepsy recently. Preached the gospel to him. He confesses Jesus. But for the next couple weeks, I had to, like, keep reaching out. I'm like, he has to get baptized in water. He has to bury his old life. How do you know you're burying your old life? You see the waters of baptism are where the old life gets buried. In the Old Testament, the waters of baptism were typed when Israel was fleeing Egypt. God said to Moses and all the people, he said, these Egyptians that have oppressed you, these things, these people that have oppressed you, the abuses, the fears, the brokenness, your sins and the things that have come against you that have oppressed you, the oppression, you will never see them again after this day. They go through the waters and they come out on the other side. The Egyptians get drowned in the water. You know why a lot of Christians deal with devils is because they haven't gone through the waters of baptism. They haven't died with Christ. Baptism is not church membership. Getting baptized when you're two doesn't count. Why? Because you couldn't make the choice then to follow Jesus. Praise God that people dedicated you to follow God, but no one else can give your life to Jesus for you. Growing up in a Christian family doesn't save you just as much as going to Burger King doesn't make you a hamburger. Your parents following Jesus doesn't save you. Only you surrendering your life to the one who laid down his life for you brings about salvation. A couple people like that. <laughs> Took me two weeks. I finally wrestled David. I just went back to his work, and he came in to pick up his check five minutes that he was there, and our time overlapped. I grabbed him. We took him to be, he's telling me about his baby mama, you know, all this different stuff. He's different color than me, different background than me, but it doesn't matter because the gospel works for everyone. Everyone needs Jesus. We baptized him. He goes down in the water. He comes up speaking with new tongues. Shit, tell about just, just flowing in the Holy Ghost. It's incredible. 
So I call him David the disciple. I text him. I call him. I'm reaching out to him, mentoring him. Some of you guys are dying inside because you're not actually doing the work of Christ. Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. He said, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved, made whole, delivered, set free. Why is there so much bondage in the world? Because people haven't been set free by the blood of Jesus. He who does not believe shall be condemned. These signs will follow those who believe. And what happened with the disciples? It says in Mark 16, 20, they went and preached the word everywhere. And the Lord went with them, confirming the word. Disciples, not just apostles and prophets and event. Disciples, followers of Jesus. Some of you guys are waiting to get recognized in church. The world is waiting to recognize Jesus in and through you. There are people literally dying. Last story, and then I'm just going to begin to pray for people. I was on the streets again preaching, and there's this guy. He pulls a speaker through downtown Santa Cruz, blaring rave music. It's like a dark cloud walking down the street. And when he's walking down the street, it's just like, it's like weird and swirl. It's just, it's, it's like a lot of charismatic meetings. It's weird and swirly. <laughs> just walking down the street, a cloud of confusion. And he's just pulling this cart along with this music, rave music. And uh, Joe and I go, we got to go talk to this guy. So we start preaching the gospel to him. And he goes, you know, it's crazy. I've actually been feeling like I need to give up pornography. He just says this. He just says it to us. Just like, I feel like I need to give up pornography. And when he says that to us, um, you know, it's like, whoa, God's really doing something on this guy. Because the Holy Spirit's working on people. But that doesn't mean he's in people. There's all kinds of lies out there. Like, everybody's already saved. They just don't know it yet. And I'm like, I've never seen anybody saved by preaching that kind of junk. <laughs> We're so used to talking to Christians all the time that we don't preach the truth. Yes. Wow. I love it. Like, we, we sing about union. Like, if you, the Holy Ghost is in you, you're in union with God. If the Holy Ghost is not in you, God's holding you together, but you're not experiencing any union. You got to go through the cross. And going through the cross is not something that you even chime up on your own will. It's a submission, it's a yielding, it's a seeing what he did for you and giving him everything by faith, recognizing that he died in your place and he rose from the dead and he is Lord. And there's surrender in that place. And when you surrender your life to him by faith, everything begins to change. And you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, everything changes for you. Everything. That's what's going to happen for people today. We minister to this guy, and I'm telling him. And then he starts telling me on the streets. He goes, you know, it's crazy. I, I even feel like I'm supposed to get baptized. But, I, but Jesus keeps telling me I need to cut myself. And I go, bro, that's not Jesus talking to you. That's a devil. Do you know animals don't try to kill themselves? People do. Why? Because the devil wants to kill people because people were made in the image of God. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came that we might have life and life more abundantly. If you're dealing with self-hatred, you're going to get delivered today in this meeting in Jesus' name. So I rebuked the guy because, you know, I'm not afraid of him nor his devils. I'm not afraid. Love is inside of me. Jesus lives inside of us if you're born again and filled with the Spirit. I said, bro, that's not Jesus. That's a devil talking to you. He gets so mad. He's just like fuming, 
fuming at us. I walk away and I'm like, did we do the right thing? And then I was just caught in intercession. You know, pastors sometimes like, did I do the right thing there? That was pretty strong, you know? We were caught in intercession for him for the next like couple weeks, you know, just praying for this guy. His name's Ryan. We bump into him again on the streets. We say, hey, Ryan, how are you doing? He goes, good, how are you guys? He's all smiley towards us. We go, hey, Ryan, can we pray for you? He goes, yeah, sure. Totally open. We go pray for him, preach the gospel to him again. He says, I want to follow Jesus. We go to pray for him. He gets slain in the spirit right there on the street. What's, what's it mean to be slain in the spirit? Well, you know, the flesh of people cannot stand in the glory of God. It's overwhelming. Why do people laugh in a Holy Ghost church? Because they're happy and filled with joy. Why do people collapse to the floor? Why do people fall down in church? Because they can't stand up. Whereas I want the Bible for that. Well, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Congrats, you guys, on being married. Amen. It makes me lie down. People come to take away Jesus in the, in the end of John's gospel. Jesus says to them, who are you looking for? Jesus of Nazareth, they say. He says, I am he. And what happens? They all fell backwards. Why? Because at the revelation of Jesus Christ, the experience of his presence, you're overwhelmed. And trust me, it's way more fun seeing people fall out on the street in Walmart than it is in the building. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We held Ryan up. He's just shaking. He's in a trance. He's like this right there on the street. We take him to the waters of baptism. He gets drowned with Christ. He comes up on the other side. I've watched people like this give their lives to Jesus, get baptized on the spot, get filled with the Holy Ghost, and the next week be on the streets with us, open air preaching the gospel. This is the gospel that's going forth. I want to give a call um, right now in this meeting. You're here in this meeting. You've never been born again. God brought you to this meeting. Get saved today. How do you get saved? How does your future change? Heaven's real and hell's real. God doesn't want you to go to the devil's hell. People are afraid to talk about that kind of stuff because they're afraid of offending people. I died a long time ago. I'm a dead man walking to the glory of God. Jesus is here for you today. He's convicting you of your sins. You're like, man, I'm, I'm really serving myself. I'm not, a, I'm not about following Jesus. I haven't, I haven't given my life to him. If you're here, I'm going to ask you to be bold. Why? Because Jesus died naked on a cross for you 2,000 years ago so that you could be saved. I need you to be bold. I want you on the count of three to quickly put your hand in the air. You're in this room. You're not born again. I'm going to give a first call for people that have never given their lives to Jesus. Then I'm going to give another call after that. And then we're going to watch a bunch of miracles happen. If you're here and you've never given your life to Jesus, I'm going to ask you to be bold right now. Speaking to pray, church, just put your hand up on the count of three. One, he came for you in the flesh, the God of the universe that loved you from before time began. Two, he's a father. He's the family that you've always longed for. And three, he died on the cross and rose from the dead. There's one right there. Thank you for putting your hand up. Who else? You're here. You've never given your life to Jesus. Quickly put your hand up. Yes, clap for the Lord. Be bold. Is there anyone in this section you've never given your life to Jesus? Just put your hand up quickly. Is there anyone in this section you've never put, given your life to Jesus? There's two or three people you need to respond. Is there anybody in this section? I honor you, sister. Uh, you want Jesus, don't you? You want him. This is incredible. Is there anyone in this section here? Is there anyone in this section? 
Or you're here and you're like, you know what? I, I've, been in, I've not been serving the Lord. There's all kinds of junk going on in my life. I'm not walking with him. You want to give your life to him today. Erase your past. There's some people here, you're not sure where you're going to end up in eternity. Settle that for today. Erase hypocrisy. Let it be washed away in the waters of his blood. There's some of you here, you live under so much condemnation. You're going to be set free of that today. If you're here anywhere in this room as well, you say, I need to surrender my life to Jesus. Put your hand up. Quickly, just put your hand up. Quickly, right now, put your hand up. Anywhere in the room. Quick, 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 quick. There's more people. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, I see. Thank you. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Yeah, thank you, God. Who else? Anyone else? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift, and there's going to be more people that are going to respond throughout the meeting. Put your hands down. If you, if you raised your hand for that, just say this with me. Say, Jesus... My life is yours. I surrender to you. You died for me. You rose from the dead. You are Lord. You are Savior. You spilled your blood for me, God. Cleanse me of my sins today. And fill me with the Holy Spirit. We're going to pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to pray right now. Yes, Lord. You're here and you have never been filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Someone would say, well, Chris, that's not for everybody. No, if you read the rest of the chapter, 1 Corinthians 12, now concerning spiritual gifts, Paul says you were led about by dumb idols. Then he says to one's given a word of wisdom, to another a word of knowledge, to another faith, to another gifts of healings, to another working of miracles, to another discerning of spirits, to another tongues and interpretation of tongues. That's in a meeting. Those are manifestations of spirit through one person for another person. Those are all of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit that flow through every believer. At the end of the chapter in 1 Corinthians 12, it says, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all uh, workers of miracles, do all speak with other tongues, do all interpret tongues. Those are offices of ministry that are in the church. Everyone gets to pray to God, but as you follow God and you desire more, he will give you more responsibility to serve more people. It's incredible to think about, and those callings are God's callings. I don't have time to read it all to you because I'd love to preach to you for four hours. We should do like some revival meetings, Jesse, so I can like be here longer. Somebody's mad that I didn't quote the Bible or open the book. I had you guys open the book, and I just quoted it from memory. So that's, that's, probably, that's probably pretty good. Yep. Now concerning the Spirit. If you're in this room and you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, been baptized with the Holy Spirit, Jesus is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. He's just as much Savior and healer and deliverer as he is baptizer in the Holy Spirit. But many people are trying to do life without the Holy Ghost. If you're here and you say, I've never, I've never spoken with new tongues. I've never, been, I've never had that. Well, you don't have to speak with new tongues to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I went to Bible school and da-da-da. And I'm like, okay, well, how many people are being saved through your life? How many people are being healed through your life? How many deliverances are happening through your life? How about you just get in alignment with God's way of doing things? You're here in this room, and that's you. Just want you to quickly put your hand up. Say, I want, I want to be there. Thank you. There's a hand there. Thank you, bro. Thank you for raising your hand. The whole day, bro, I was looking at you, and I knew God was going to do a great work with you. What's your name, bro? Trevor, bless you, man. Got a hand over here, I see. Who else got a hand there? Got a hand there. Who else got a hand back there? Got a hand over there. Got a hand over there. Got a hand back there. Glory to God. All right. If you wanted to, got a hand right there. If you wanted to stand for the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit or you wanted to stand to surrender your life to Jesus, you raised your hand earlier, quickly stand now. 
Quickly stand now. And then the people around them, go ahead and stand as well. Just around them. Just around them. Just stand as well. We're going to pray right now. And, um, and then we're going to see miracles of healing as well. And if you need to dismiss the kids, you can after this part. And we'll just go after miracles of healing. And kids can help pray for people. If you're standing for this right now, and you're, maybe you're here also, you need to surrender your life to Jesus, go ahead and stand as well, because there are other people that were resisting out of pride, responding to the altar call. Don't let pride keep you from heaven. Don't let pride keep you from Jesus. Just stand wherever you are. It's not about Chris. It's not about Chris's ministry. This is about Jesus's love for you. All right, if you're standing for the baptism, put your hand on your heart. And if you're around them, you could just stretch your hands towards them. Uh, you don't have to touch them. Just stretch your hands towards them. And um, I want you to say this with me. If you're standing for the baptism, say, Jesus, I want everything you have for me. You said if I ask for bread, you wouldn't give me a stone. You said if I ask for the Holy Spirit, you'll give them to me. Jesus, you died for me. You rose from the dead. Baptize me in the Holy Spirit now. I reject false teachings that say I cannot speak with tongues. I receive the truth of your word that these signs follow those who believe. They praise you with new tongues. I want to praise you, God. Fill me now. Just begin to pray for them. They're going to get filled everywhere they are in the room. Sibre sentiaya Yeshua, Yeshua, Yeshua Lelia Santo, Le Santo, Le Santo. I bind witchcraft that's come against people. I bind abuse that's come against people. God would only give you a perfect gift of love. I bind fear in Jesus' name. Be filled with the Holy Ghost of promise. Yep, just begin to speak. Begin to speak. Begin to speak out of your mouth in the new tongue. Begin to speak. You don't have to speak in English. Just begin to speak. Begin to sing to him. Begin to speak with that new tongue. Bibra sebra santo, Yeshua, Yeshua. Ebra sentu alamante, Yeshua, Yeshua. Yeshua, Yeshua. No one can say by the Spirit that Jesus is Lord except by the Spirit. Brenti, 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 abara sentiai. Holy Spirit, we love you. We honor you. We honor you. Holy Spirit. Begin to speak in new tongues all over the room right now. It's happening. Power God's filling people right now. Be filled with the Holy Spirit of promise. Bresti, Louder, just begin to speak. Yep. Yep, deliverance now. Deliverance now. Deliverance now. Deliverance now. I bind the spirit of witchcraft that's come against people. I break every curse that's come against people. I break every demonic agreement that's come against people. I break the spirit of pornography right now. Come out of people right now in Jesus' name. I break the spirit of addiction. Come out of people. Buried with Christ. 
I break the spirit of fear. Come out of people now in Jesus' name. Come out of people now in Jesus' name. Right now. Somebody's right hip was just healed to the glory of God. All the pain, you just felt something reach into your right hip in the past five seconds. The Lord Jesus just healed you. There's a woman here, you've had scoliosis since you were a youth. Right now, the power of God is just moving on you, up and down your spine. There's a man, your right shoulder was just healed. Begin to move your right shoulder. The Lord Jesus just healed you. The one's given a word of knowledge unto the gifts of healings and the working of miracles. Any of you can do this, but right now, praise God, I'm on a mic, so it's me doing it. Father, we just thank you. Kidneys were just healed. Kidney issues. Who is that person you've had kidney issues? Is that you? Lift your hands up. The power of God's all over you, bro. David, be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' There it is. That's the power of God surging through your body in Jesus' name. Somebody's left ankle was just healed. Man, people are getting saved right now and born again and filled. It's awesome. It's blessing me. This sweet girl right here, the Lord's healed you and set you free from anxiety today and depression and stuff. The Lord Jesus is all over you, sweetheart. I bless you in Jesus' name. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. You're going to get your prayer language in Jesus' name. Yesu, 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 Alamandeya. Yafi yafi yafaya Yafaya shaya matova Mechananaya shalaya sim Eafanaya hanim Eafanaya falim Yeshua nahanaya Yeshua nahanaya Mefia faya shamaya tovade Tovade a good day a good day a good day a good day, a good day. Lungs are being healed right now in Jesus' name. Lift your hands, asthma. Lift your hands anywhere in the room, asthma. Just lift your hands. We're going to pray for those asthmas. Asthma. In Jesus' name, be delivered of asthma right now. I curse that affliction. Get out of their body right now in Jesus' name. Anyone that needs any form of healing in their body, put your hand where you need a miracle. If you're around them, you can stretch a hand towards them if you want. If you're receiving healing, don't think about your need right now. Don't think about your need. Look at Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith. Jesus has all the faith you'll ever need for your miracle today. Focus on Jesus. Become aware of his presence. If you're praying for the person, just be aware of Jesus. Just feel his presence. Feel his glory right now. 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 Signs and wonders of your love. Resurrected one, you are alive and well. You are holy. You are good. You are good. You are good. Yeah, that broken ankle is healed in Jesus' name. Just move it around. Um, I'm going to pray right now, and all you guys are going to get healed. I've been in many meetings where everyone was healed that needed a miracle. It doesn't have to take forever. I rebuke sickness and disease. I rebuke oppression. I rebuke fear. All pains go now in Jesus' name. All infirmity go out, right? Get out about it. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. Witchcraft, out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Be healed now all over the room. If you felt warmth in the area of your need, or the pain is gone. How do you know if you have a million dollars in your bank account? You check. How do you know that you've already received the instant manifestation of the miracle? You check. 
many of you are just going to find even, you just, most of you guys have already been healed. Just move your, move your body around right now. Check for 20, 30 seconds. Do what you couldn't do before. If the pain's gone or you felt warmth in the area of your need, I want you to wave both hands over your head to give God the glory. Thank you, Father. Who else? Thank you, Father. Who else? Check your body right now. Check your body. This guy in the plaid, I don't know what you need. I'm pointing at you that you just turned around. The Lord's all over your neck. He's all over your back, and he's just touching you right now in Jesus' name. Power of God's healed you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Right here, another one. Where was it? Your knee? Come, come here for just a moment. I need Micah to come or one of the men to help as well and just to be around. Just come, sister. What's your name? Rose. Your name's Rose? Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful name. He's, he's the Rose of Sharon. I feel like it's actually from my back and I felt a lot of weakness almost when you were praying and I had to hang on to things but the pain in my knees power just in filler right now filler with the power of God right now fill with the power of God be delivered of affliction right now when I count to three all of it's going to leave you in the name of Jesus all of it the years of stuff 16 years all of it all of it all of it when I count to three one two three out in Jesus name right there that's the power of God all over you that's the power of God right now all over you. Move your knee around right now. There was pain in there. Yeah. It's gone. Yes. That's glorious. Give God a shout. That's awesome. I need you to stay with me. This sweet girl, just come. Power of God's all over you. Power of God's all over you. Just stand right here for me. Just come. Be filled in Jesus' name right now. Come over here. Come over here. Be power in Jesus' name. Filled with, there it is. That's the anointing. That's the anointing. That's not me, that's not me pushing you. That's the anointing of God. Be filled in Jesus' name. Receive the anointing right now. Receive the anointing right now. Receive the anointing right now. That's awesome. Who else? You, you got a miracle in your body. The pain's gone. How many of you guys, you received your prayer language already? You've been, you're praying in tongues. Wave your hands at me. Wave your hands all over. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Who else? Who else? Thank you, Father. Thank. That's incredible. This is a miracle. Stay there. This is a miracle. This is a miracle. The Holy Ghost living inside of people and them speaking in new tongues is proof that Jesus is resurrected from the dead. That's why we need. If you if you still if you're still hungry for the baptism of the Spirit, come forward. I need you to go. If you're a parent, I want you to go get your kids and bring them in here. We're just going to keep praying for people. I got a couple hours till I have to have a plane. If you need to sneak out, you can. But um, you should stay. The Lord's moving here in Jesus' name. We're just going to pray. I'm going to pray for every single person here. At Power God, some of you guys are going to get carried to your car. Some of you guys need your boyfriend or your husband to carry you. Some of you, some of you men are going to need your wife to carry you. We're going to see miracles. We're going to see deliverances. Don't leave. But, you know, I get it if you have work or something, and, but I don't know. You're great, hon. You're perfect. You got saved today. Yes, What's did. your name? Susan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So if you need to be saved and cleansed from your sin, just come forward. If you want the baptism of the Spirit, just come forward. Just come quickly. Just lift your hands, Susan, where you're at. I'm going to have the pastor pray with you. Anyone else just come forward too. Power God's on you. Just, just come. Just come. Power God's moving. Liberty in the Spirit of God. Liberty.
was going to lay hands on you, but you're pregnant. Just come up here, you and your husband, Aaron and Natalie. <laughs> Somebody get behind them, like really behind them, and hold her up. You don't have to hold Aaron up, but you hold her up. Mission excursions with God. Missions excursions with God. Missions excursions with God. There it is. That's the anointing right there. Be filled afresh. Be filled in Jesus' name. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. If you still need healing in your body anywhere in the room, put your hand up. Uh, if the kids could go and, and go to your parents, but maybe go and pray for some of these people that need healing. Just go lay hands on them in Jesus' name. What do you need the Lord to do? You're hip. Well, I called that out a few times, so that means that's you. Come on over here. Just come right here for me. Just lift your hands, bro. What's your name? Joey. Joey, the Lord's going to touch you powerfully right now in Jesus' name. Oh, there it is. That's the power of God. Creative power going into his hip. Creative power into his neck and his back. We liberate you right now. What'd you feel in your kidneys, bro? You felt heat in your kidneys? How would you know if you were healed? Like, you have to go, like, just notice. You got to get blood work. You felt heat in your kidneys. That's incredible. See, there's some things that can be testable, like pain leaving. But you felt, see, the Lord's healing your family. He's healing your family. He's delivering migraine headaches. He's doing all of it now in Jesus' name. God, thank you for what you're doing. Yep, you're getting set free today in Jesus' name. It's beautiful. Yeah. Knees in your ear. You got healed. Could you minister to him? Because the healing anoints all over you. Just relax. Pastor, it's not a word of knowledge, but Pastor told me somebody wants a breakthrough for cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys came to the meeting today. This is awesome. Hey, I've seen this happen. Gosh, how many times have I seen this happen? Well over 100. Nope. I don't want you to think about anything. I don't want you to do anything right now. Just lift your hands. Cancer, get out right now. Out in Jesus' name. Go from right now. Out. Out in Jesus' name. I break death. I break the curse. You don't need to pray. Just relax. I break death in Jesus' name. It's going to come right out of your belly, right out of your belly, right out of your lower belly and abdomen. Yep, there it goes. Out of him now. Out of him now. Healed in Jesus' name. Fire God's all over your head. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hey, I have to do this. I have to do this just to be obedient. Um, keep praying for them, but can you guys clear the front a little bit? Just kind of clear the front a little bit. Clear the front a little bit. Um, 
I'm gonna do this now, this is holy. I would love to preach to you about it for an hour. I wanna give you an opportunity to sow into the work of God in California and the nations through the ministry that God's given me. I believe in the ministry, I give my time to it. Just listen up for just a moment, friends. Listen up for just a moment. This is holy too. This is holy too. I've been in meetings just like this with 50 bucks in my pocket. And I say, you know what? I'm going to give the 50. And before I got back to my seat, there was another, somebody walked up to me and gave me money, that, money, more money than I gave away. Why? Because when you give, you always receive. But not only that, hold on. Shh. If you're talking right now, just hold on for a minute. I, I want you to receive something. I don't need your money. This is not about, I don't need anybody's money. This is not about need at all. Our, my job's preaching in churches and our ministry is doing better than it ever has been and all the churches were closed last year. I come for souls. When you sow financially into the work of God, you reap, just quiet for just a sec, you reap, you reap. There was a widow in the time of Elisha, Elijah, and God, be quiet for a moment. Be quiet. Order in Jesus' name. Be quiet. Just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Don't get offended. Just listen. This woman came. Elijah was sent to her. Elijah was getting food every day delivered by ravens. Delivered by ravens. In and out burger to his house twice a day. By a river. Water and meat. Twice a day. And you know what? The Lord sent him to somebody that was in need, a woman, that all she had was enough to feed her kids. Just, just listen, guys, please. Just listen. This is important. Just wait. You can pray more in a moment. Um, Elijah was sent there. This, and he said, give to me, and you and your household will never lack. And when she gave... Not only did she eat, but she began to feed other people. The same thing happened when a little boy brought fishes and loaves to Jesus. Ask the Lord what you're supposed to sow into the ministry today. Lord, yep, the Lord told me to give $1,000 to missionaries overseas that this church supports. It took me a year. I never did it. Then I said, God, if you give me the money, I'll do it. I get a call from another missionary. He says, I'm supposed to get you money today. He sends me exactly $1,000. I give it immediately to those missionaries because it was seed to give. God gives seed to the sow and bread for food. Bread you eat, but seed you sow. As soon as I gave the money, guess what happened? Three people gave me the exact amount that I gave away without me ever mentioning the number. Because that's how miracles begin to happen in your finances. If you're offended at this, then you're offended at God and you're offended at his word. God wants you to prosper. Prosperity looks like working hard with Jesus and following the call he's given you ministering to other people and loving and working hard in your work. And it looks like sowing seed. You just ask the Lord what to give. You can give all those ways right now. I'm just going to pray over your offering. Hold whatever it is. If you're giving by phone or you're going to give by check or whatever, Chris Kilos or cash, just hold it in the air. I'm just going to pray. You be obedient. If, if it feels sacrificial, he's going to do something supernatural. Very supernatural. I give every day and I actually reap every day. It's crazy. It trips me out. God wants to create supernatural stuff in your finances. Say, Jesus, I thank you that you give me seed and you give me bread. God, I sow into your work. Save people. Equip me to save more people.
in Jesus' name. I'm going to pray. I release the anointing of increase over everyone's finances in Jesus' name. All right, go ahead and give however you're going to give. I don't know. If you have cash, you'll just have to throw it up here by Micah or something. I don't know. Um, we're going to keep praying. Sibra senti abrasandai. Yeshua, 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 Yeshua. More miracles are happening right now. There's a girl here, and I believe you're on this side of the room, and you have an issue with your neck, and it's like the curvature's off. Who is that person? If you just wave at me. Okay, it's you, sweetheart. Okay, yeah. Just, just lift your hands. God's going to heal you right where you're at. We just break the oppression right now. We break the, the fear stuff. We break the nightmares in Jesus' name. I break all of it in Jesus' name. You are the blessed of the Lord. I command your, there it goes, your neck be straightened right now. Burdens go in Jesus' name. Neck be straightened right now. The pain that goes down to your hands, your shoulders, all of it gets healed right now in Jesus' name. Move around right now. The Lord's healed you. Move your neck. Move your neck back and forth. Feel your neck with your hand. What's different, sweetheart? What's that? What's that? Oh, it's not different. Well, it's going to get taken care of right now in Jesus' name. It's not. Um, just come on over right here, sweetheart. Um, I'm going to, Howard, stick with her for just a second. Man, this is, I'm going to do this publicly. There's, there's people here, you need to get delivered of things. I'm going to begin to pray. And when I pray, uh, the same Jesus that heals is going to deliver people of demonic oppressions. And I want to I want to honor Jesus that he's the deliverer and that he's even here in this place. He's been healing people. He's been doing stuff all over the room. He's been filling people with the Holy Ghost. Um, if you want to be set free, just, just come forward. Just come forward. Move the money out. Um, just come forward. Oppressions go in Jesus' name. Fear and bondage leaves in Jesus' name. I bind affliction. I bind lies. I bind false doctrines. I bind fear. Witchcraft, we break your power. Just, just come, just come. Just people need to be set free. Some of the prayer team's gonna come too. Just, just come up here. Prayer team, don't pray for him just yet, but just let him come. There's people here, you, just, you need to get free. Just be bold, come. Just come, just come. Quick, 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 quick. Come, come, come. Just come up by the front and stand. Just come up by the front and stand. Hope you enjoyed this week's Sunday sermon. We pray you experience all God has for your life.